Welcome back to Mishnayomi. Today we're continuing to learn the fifth chapter of Masech the Sukkah, Perik Hey, Mishnah Dalit and Mishnah Hey. These are a little longer Mishnayos, but they should go rather quickly. The pious people, the great people, would dance with flaming torches, juggling torches in their hands. And they would sing songs of praise before them, as in the Simchas Shaweva, it wasn't the, uh, the, some guy who was just a random Joe Schmo dancing, but it was the, the rabbi, the Godel Hadar. They were the ones who were in the middle dancing and everyone else was watching them. And the Levim on the side with harps and lyres, cymbals, trumpets, and countless other musical instruments. And there were 15 steps that led from the, uh, the from the Ezra Yisrael to Ezra Nashim, which was the Israelites' courtyard to the women's courtyard. Again, when you say women's courtyard, it's a little misleading because even though it's called the women's courtyard, there were women there, but also part of it was, was sectioned off for the women. The other part was for the men. Okay. And these 15 steps corresponded to the 15 times there are 15 parakim of Shir HaMalos that are in Sefer Tehillim. And this is where they stood. It was on these uh, steps that the Levim stood with the musical instruments and sang these songs. And this is, if you think about it, this is effectively like an orchestra that's uh, tiered. Two condoms stood in the upper gate, at, again, at the top of the 15 stairs, and that's where, and they would be there with two trumpets in their hands. The announcer would say, uh, blow the trumpet, and they blow a tekiah, and then they blow a teruah and tekiah again. As we're seeing in times of joy, they used to blow the trumpet, as we saw in this, etc. They then began to descend, they reached the 10th step, and again, they blew the shofar. They got to the bottom, and they blow again. They continue blowing, everyone's following them, as they march across until they get to the gate at the far east of the courtyard. When they reached that gate, they would turn face toward the west, and they would say, They say, Our forefathers stood in this place, with their backs to the sanctuary of God, facing the east. And they bowed eastwards towards the sun, obviously not to the sun, but towards the sun. Okay. And But for us, our eyes are turned towards God. That is, that when they would bow towards the sun, that was a sign of disrespect, and they're saying well, we are actually counteracting that, so where our eyes are towards God, and we're hoping for a salvation. Okay, then they would proceed to the Shaleach Spring, where they draw water from this Chamayim. So this is actually all taking, it's preceding the drawing of the water. So if you recall, from the last couple of days, we discussed how they go down there, and they come up from the, the Shiluach Spring. This is how they went down to it. Ein poschin Now this is not just on Sukkot, but um, in general, uh, well, this is, we'll see that this is actually so good. So, okay, fine. But we'll see in general, there was never a time where they had less than 21 trumpet blasts in one day in the temple. There were some days that they had more than 21, but they never exceeded 48. Every day there were at least 21 blasts in the base of Mikdash. Three when they opened the, day to the, the gates of the courtyard in the morning. That's part of the Ni'ilas Hasharim. Or not Ni'ilas, that's the closing. The Psichas Hasharim, open the gates, was part of what perhaps gave the sanctity to the Mikdash. That's when you connect the, the holiest and the holiest of holies to the regular courtyard. You open the gates up, now you're connected, now you have the sanctity, the day can begin. 
Then you had nine with the morning and nine with the afternoon, and therefore you have the twenty-one. However, on days of Shabbos, Yom Tov, Rosh Chodesh, and Moedix, effectively, they would add another nine blasts for the Musaf offering. On Erev Shabbos, they added six more blasts. Blasts, excuse me. That they, in order to let people know it's Shabbos is coming, time to stop, stop, and and seize your alacha. They would have their the siren they have in Yerushalayim. They blow the shofar. The shofar will have to be kodesh l'chol, and then they'd have three to divide between Shabbos and the day, as in to inform people Shabbos is actually starting. Right, so we, we had people seize malacha, seize doing work prior to the onset of Shabbos. Then once Shabbos is about to begin, you blow again. Erev Shabbos, therefore, if there was an Erev Shabbos, there was also, uh, that fell out during the festival of Sukkot, you now had 48 blasts. Why? Three in the morning when they opened the gates. Three for the start of the procession from the upper gate. Three when they continued the procession to the lower gate. Three when they filled the golden flats with water. And three when they brought the, uh, when they leaned the Aravis on the Mizbeach. Nine for the morning, nine for the afternoon, an additional nine for the Musaf, three to stop the people from working on Shabbos, and three to divide between Shabbos and Friday. And therefore, you have a total of 48 blasts. I wish you all a wonderful day.